Welcome to the Old Man Hour with uh, your hosts, Jim and James. And then this session, we'll be talking about insoles. And ailments. Yeah. And uh, and uh, being sure to wash your new clothes before <laughs> okay. you wear them. And why is that, Jimmy? Because of ure- urethra formaldehyde. And I know what you're thinking. You're like, hey, I learned about the urethra. Uh, when I was in high school, uh, health class. No, this is, no, this no. is a serious thing. I, once yeah. I learned about this, tell new, me more. New clothes that this I bought. What podcast? Okay, this is what podcasting is all about. Okay, I am a fanatic. There's some things that I am very passionate about, and any new clothes that I receive, I must wash them physically, have them laundered, not dry clean. Well, some things have to be dry clean, but like shirts and all those things that are very close to the skin, they have to be washed because there could be urethra formaldehyde in them because they use that to help ship them around the world. Sounds terrible. And uh, I'm so as, when James picked up our shirts for the game night because we're hosting game night this week. We'll get Allegedly. we have to get into the whole we have to get into the whole bit why we're even here. To be honest with you, the second I'm on a tangent, but that's okay. I love it. Let me just keep rolling. I said to him over the phone, 900 miles away. Did you wash them? And he goes. Yes, allegedly I did. So I'm going off that he allegedly did wash them, and I will be uh, in much better shape and not have a rash. I don't want a rash, James, because that will just add to more problems. It's a terrible visual. Um, James, let's bring us back in. Where are we? We are in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah, I got in late last night, uh, stuck around, and... Indicator, uh, my little one had a bunch of end of year stuff going on, and honestly, I wanted to be around, so I took a late flight, got in late last night, so kind of dragging this morning. Uh, if you saw the visual, you'd realize that uh, I'm in a hoodie because uh, still setting up today, so I'm an embarrassment to the brand. No, you're not. You're, you yeah. look absolutely you're real. I this still is, have a. This is what you are. I have a collared shirt on underneath, but uh, I didn't want to put my jacket on. I didn't know how tent setup would be. You never know, right? Well, for Sweating you never know. But, floor, but, but you took care of everything. No, I wouldn't say that. I we we took care. We were a team. We did it together. And uh, I but, looked over, and Jimmy was laying in the floor, talking to a client. So doing customer service. I was building our light up. Uh, our display. I, I was going to walk over and grab something. My coffee was over there, and I couldn't. I didn't want to go over there and him give me a hard time. Well, your turnabout is fair play because I have historically always been famous that when the display is about 90% complete, I'll, I'll pop in and say, hey, I'm here to help, guys. What can I help with? Oh, we got it by now. Uh, it's you nice, are so. a pro of that. That is your... Uh, uh, secret talent. You know, you don't you don't make it this long in the industry without uh, knowing when to weave and when to bob. It's called situational awareness. It is ultimate guide to it. 
uh, Jim, this is our second, right? This is your second as well. Yeah, but yes, believe it or not, out of all wild. of our years, this 36 is years of this show, and we've been to two of them. I know. Says a lot about us. Well, I feel guilty at times. Randall Hand and uh, Jonathan and I have been friends back. I mean, I'm going back 8, 9, 10, 12 years to the Louisiana 192, 195 Pipeline Safety Conference. And they've always said to me, come on over, come to our show. <clears throat> and I feel bad, remiss that it's taken me that long. I was go, I was on the docket to come in 2020, and then COVID happened. And well, it's kind of like you telling me about LGA for so long. Like, I just, I'm sorry I can't make it out to everything. But I got here as fast as I could. This is one of those sh shows for real. I mentioned it in a promo this past week. Yeah. Uh, this is like a little LGA to me. And I mean, that is not as Alabama is smaller. They're doing smaller things. I just mean the draw of LGA is the amount of content. They just cover a lot more ground, right? I mean, they they just they bring in 192, 19, you know, all the 193, way 193, right? 195. I mean, I mean, they're very intentional in that. Not yeah. that they don't do it here in Alabama, but there's only so many operators, right? So... That show's just grown. This one's doing the same, I feel. And that's a testament to uh, the folks involved. And it really is a, a, a testament, too, to the networking, you know, knowledge sharing about this event. And I, I had mentioned it earlier this morning. Yes, this is the Alabama Pipeline Safety Conference in conjunction with ANGA, uh, Alabama Natural Gas Association. We need to dive in more of that because this is the mm -hmm. first year that they really melded the two names together. Generally, Anger will hold their meetings at the first part of the week and the Pipeline Safety Conference at the second part. And so. when you brought it up, so last year we had put out a graphic yeah. that said we would be at the Anger uh, Pipeline yeah. Safety Meeting and they were like, hey, whoa, 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 you know, whoa. we got put in our place. No, I'm just kidding. But it's true. And so we want to remind our P's and Q's. So this morning we asked Jeff uh, he's he's heavily involved in ANGA and has been for a long time. He knows the history and everything. Jeff Isabel, our president yep. at Energy World Net. And uh, so he was explaining it. So instead of us paraphrasing poorly, we're going to have Jeff on to tell tell it directly. Oh, I think it would be a better thing. And, and Jeff, Jeff loves will, it. He'll do it beautifully, as Absolutely. Jeff always does. Jeff loves to tell a good story like yeah, that. And we haven't had Jeff on in a while, and I'd love to sit down. Uh, with him, I was uh, talking to him the other day. Me and you had been talking, Jim, but I would love to have Jeff on uh, a couple of parts to talk about the the some of the early times at Energy World. That oh yeah, that'd be fun. He has great yeah, stories yeah. that where everybody was in the same room type of scenarios, right? And that's crazy, you know. Back in the day where there were twelve people. And they were all working in one room. Well, and again, Energy World that is going on three decades, 30 years in the industry. And that's well before OQ came around. So OQ has been around now for what, 19-ish years, 19, 20 years. And so you're saying, well, what did Energy World that do before that? Again, our core, you know, training, the and, same thing, training and education. We were OQ safety, before it was OQ. You know? Yeah. We were OQ before it was cool. It, it was. And, and. I love telling that story because a lot of people are like, wow, I had no idea. And, you know, it really goes to our roots, yeah. you know, with, again, the most important, some of the most important safety topics in the industry relate to education and training. I mean, everything goes around that. It's kind of this uh, epicenter of so much. Yeah. And so 
this is where people, uh, just to reorient people where we're at, what we're doing, this is where people in Alabama and, and beyond come annually to get up-to-date up information in and around pipeline safety. This is their mecca, right? Yes. And so we were at LGA where it was Louisiana's. This is Alabama's version. And so for a lot of these people, this is where they're getting that training and knowledge. We talked about those echoes of spreading that knowledge when they get back. This is where they're getting that information. This event is so important for Alabama. It's great to see Anga and Alabama uh, uh, Pipeline Safety Commission, you know, really working together to make this even more valuable. I can't help but think this is going to help. Yeah, and when we look at the, you know, a lot of the folks that are here, again, we have operators from, you know, border to border here, and that's really, you know, you would expect to see that. And also, though, too, you know, we do have people from, so far this morning, Florida, Georgia, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, Texas. Texas. I mean, so this, a lot of people are taking this information that they gather here this week and then taking it back. So it is... Uh, definitely getting outside of any echo chambers and it is flowing and going, you know, I would say definitely throughout the Southern United States easily to have said that. Yeah. Um, speaking of some of that knowledge that people are coming here for, there's a lot of, of a lot of buzz here lately about the new leak detection rule, the MPRM coming about that. Uh, you know, probably I would argue some of the most topical things, uh, going on that's on the agenda. I know we're going to hear a lot about that. We were talking to Warren Miller earlier. There's mm -hmm. a lot of regs coming. Um, we were talking to Jeff this morning uh, at coffee. There's a lot of reg changes coming. There so, are. Uh, be be uh, neat to sit down and listen to some of these sessions. You know, Jeff and Crystal are speaking this afternoon. Uh, I'm going to sit in on that. Uh, because Jeff's my boss, and uh, I love him. He's both and, of our bosses. Uh, and I'm going to sit there. in the front row. Oh yeah, I'm going to I'm going to take notes. Well, I'm going to no, I'm going I'm to look like I'm I, taking notes. I, I don't really take notes. him and Crystal together speaking. That's that's a dream for me. Yeah, uh, that, the the knowledge between those two that's going to be imparted is going to be fantastic. You know, again, some of the subjects too. One of the things that caught my eye was the uh, material verification. And when we talk about that, that's What's the that sound like. Well, it sounds like tracer to me, but in the ground. So tracer, my old uh, uh, love language, the uh, asset management, which is more equipment above the ground and the equipment that you use for you know in the process. The material verification that's really more so for the the pipe and the valves and the such. And there's actually a separate valve topic going on here too. But a lot of this yeah, these items are true. in the ground, which is. Uh, being an ex-operator, so it's very more like tracking and traceability, right? Absolutely. That discussion. Well, absolutely. And when you think about material verification, uh, gosh forbid that down the road somebody says, "Oh, uh, with this uh, whatever, uh, we need to maybe uh, validate the, the, the these pipes that were put in." And if you are tracking and tracing, you can know that those pipes are put in on this day at this location, and this is the things that happen with that uh, gotcha. process. So when you think about it, you're linking up people that are doing the project, 
your the equipment that's actually maybe on, on PE doing the butt fusion and, and that process, and then the actual pipe itself, the material in the ground, and, and you connecting all those is really important. I gotcha, I gotcha. Um, I know they're talking drug and alcohol this week, which is a hot topic as well. I know a lot of operators are asking us, uh, um, you know, what's the scoop? Mm-hmm. So uh, we're here learning just like everybody else. Uh, we got some answers. We think we understand. We're going to validate some of that. So a lot of information to share. Uh, we're going to sit down um, and learn a lot this week. We are. And, my goal. and what you just said is really good micro example of what's going on here. You said we have some pretty good ideas, but we want to get uh, verification and deeper. Uh, this morning, over the last two hours, I heard so many people saying the same thing. I hey, I need to learn more about this, or I know that there's something coming up with uh, the notice of proposed rulemaking. I, I want to learn a little bit more. I need to get up to speed. So that yeah. really is a common theme here where people come in, uh, and this is a term that you've probably heard me say many of you've heard me say, it, James. But when, you, when you're consciously incompetent, when you know what you don't know, that's a very good place because, again, you know you don't know something, and the idea is to become consciously competent where you know what you know. Using that oh, phrase. I do. It's, I, I've used it's it for years. Favorites. I know people make fun of me, yeah. but it really is a, an interesting it's on place. It's bingo card, I think. I'm sure the Jim Shower bingo, the Jimmy Bingo card. Oh, it probably is. It probably is. Uh, Jimmy, we've seen a lot of our friends already. Uh, We'll see a lot more this week. Looking forward to sitting uh, with Mason Matthews, learning about some of the work uh, going on at Anga uh, there. And uh, he's a big part of uh, and seeing how, you know, his new gig's going. Yeah. Yeah. also, I saw Dennis Kuhn a little bit earlier from A-Star. Yeah. I'm hoping he'll sit down with us. He, I talked to him earlier in the year, and he said that this event meant a great deal to him and that he had been on this agenda for 12 or 15 years. I, I want to ask him about that. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember him talking uh, very, very fondly about this event. So I want to I want to see if he'll come on. He's never joined us, so that one, that one would be good. Um, he sat with us so many times, but when we offered know, the mic, he's like, ah, I'm good. Yeah, he's right always now. busy. So I'm going to see old Bobby Purvis this morning. I did. Too. I bet we'll uh, get Bobby on. Uh, he's got some new things going on and always doing great things in Daphne. Uh, I saw Huntsville. Uh, who else is here? Uh, we saw a lot of our, our fellow vendor f- friends. Oh, Miller Pipeline is friends. here. You know, uh, TD. We saw Jason Garland with EGW this yep. morning. Uh, first thing, Craig Carter, Mesa, uh, Mesa, Bass, Bass Engineering. Uh, right? No, Mesa. Is it Mesa? Yeah. yeah Mesa same. bought Bass, so right. now they're all part of the Mesa umbrella. So, you know, it's all right. So, it's it's so hard to keep fluid up and dynamic. Yep. It's fluid uh, and dynamic. I can't wait to sit down with oh. Jeff and Crystal as well. These sessions are opening up, so Jimmy, I think we need to capitalize on it. I think we do too. I think we need to jump on it because they're coming out there looking at us. They are. There's a line There's up so right many now. awesome folks. Uh, they, all, they all want to be on the podcast, right? They here. are. It's a, it's going to be a fun week. Oh Jimmy. wait, a shout out to uh, Magnolia River, Nikki and Heather, running oh, yeah. the uh, the logistics yeah, for that's this. Part of the good news with the Anga with Anga uh, yep. support too is you get the resources yep. uh, to really pull it off. So kudos to that group. Hey, uh, we're going to bring some people on. Um, stick around. Let's let's get them on. And you go, yeah, I was 
blessed to be on the world famous, the world famous. Jim Showers personal. Would you just stifle <laughs> yourself, <laughs> Edith? His personal I feel gift like, to the industry. I feel like Archie Bunker right now, Edith. We have such a great dynamic, don't we? You're like yin and yang. We just take shots at each other. No one realizes it, Bobby. But we'll we'll. We are taking shots at each other the whole time, all day, and it's fun. It, oh, yeah. it keeps us, it keeps That's us good. young. That's good. We need it. I, well, so I need it this morning. Yeah, sleeping in this hotel bed. I, I woke up more of, of my, me, more of me hurt than didn't hurt in your eyes. I have a sty. Like I'm like falling apart. This is my last show of the year. You can I, tell it. I was thinking about my cousin Vinny when he kept trying to jump venues, trying to sleep. When the train blows at two in the morning, oh, coming by, I'm like, you got to be. Are you staying me. here at the embassy? Here. So I heard. But it's it, right there. Obviously. The train's right yeah. across the road. I, I heard it a few times. Oof. Yeah, it's hard uh, to sleep. Everybody thinks uh, the road life is the place oh, to be because they see the Instagram version, right? I mean, yeah, I'm posting. Pic- I don't post my pillow situation. <laughs> <laughs> or the <laughs> I travel no, with my own right, pillow now. Let's yeah. address the elephant in the room, and that is Embassy Suites this week. Uh, I'm just going to call them out. All right, no free sponsors. Um, we joked and said the water pressure is so bad, you almost need a cup in the shower. We're having some cup. issues over there. I don't know if it's the top floors and it's gravity mm-hmm. fed. We need to be at the bottom, but something ain't right. I, I mean, so, I don't normally take a 45-minute shower just to get the soap my off hair me. wet. Good gracious. I ain't going to slip in that one. I tell you what, there's, there's some water, water conservation going on over there. <laughs> all right, that's all of our content we got on Hilton. We're trying to get transferred to Marriott points-wise, and that's our plea. Tag them in the con- comments. Tag them in the comments. <laughs> got to love it. All right, let's let's relax. All right, so I'm going to take us back in time. Do it. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, Bobby. You're wrong. I think so. Last year, we were at this conference. Correct. Right? It was this one. It was this one. We met really like formally at this conference. I remember the time. After we spoke and we keynoted and talked the first time about claiming your seat at the table and what that looks like and how different it really is these days because that may mean sitting on boards and working in groups like this it may mean training uh in settings like this or back home with our people uh it's all about that topic was about creating opportunities within the natural gas space to to really motivate and getting more people and keeping the people we have in there and you came up to us after and you said i love what you guys are doing i love the message do y'all ever come and talk you know, and I said, let's talk after this. And after that, me and you got on some meetings and really, right. really uh, synergized on the topic of leadership right. and how important it is right now. Uh, for those that don't know you, real quick, introduce yourself. And then I want to talk about that journey because you've been on a journey this right. specifically this year, but even beyond that. Yeah. Uh, Bobby Purvis, I'm the operations manager of Daffy Utilities. Shout out. Uh, Started my utility career in 1999, working uh, entry level at Mobile Gas. That's where I started. Huh. So, when did we have Bobby years. on? Was it like February, maybe? Or yeah, it was. It was, it was one of the on. first shows of this season. It was. It was, it was and because up. we How wrapped fitting. up. Yeah, we wrapped up December really yeah. with meeting and talking with Bobby, and that's when we kind of kicked that off earlier. So this year. Was, right. yeah. yeah, 
I believe that you were the first episode of this season. That's fantastic. And now you may be the last one. <laughs> it might be the last one. <laughs> That's not. awesome. So how's it going at Daphne? You guys are, y'all, we, we went out there, when was that, May? I don't know. When, when, when did was we it, go I think it was April. April, we did, so, y'all came in and did Me soft and skills training Dr. With us. Matt Joyner. Who all came? Because I couldn't make that one. Was it no. you, Doctor Matt? Matt? Was Crystal there or not? No, she okay. couldn't make it either. Okay. Uh, so Matt and I led led a, a group there, probably of what, fifteen, 15 people or yeah. so. Mm-hmm. Uh, awesome group. So soft skills or essential skills, or uh, you know, now soft skills are so important. I mean, they've right. always been, but now we have a name on them. And we came there, and really, it's about emerging leaders, right? We have tons of leadership. Uh, already in place but then we have a new group coming in and how do we really set them up for success and tell them a little bit about the and i know we had you on and you talked about it but the the leader what do y'all call it the leadership academy or leadership group right we started the leadership academy week uh i I came on in 2015 with that utilities and saw there was a a gap that we needed to fill pitched it to our gm he was on board we we taught it during the day to our uh, existing supervisors and managers we had such a, a great response that some of the frontline workers said you know could you offer it to us so we started offering at night and i've been running that academy for eight years now so it's it's so, been a great success and you could see it uh, you weren't you weren't able to be there but matt and i commented on it we, we, on traveling home and we talked about like you could see it in the people um it's, it takes a while. We've taught this in different settings. It takes a while sometimes for a room to warm up to soft skills, right? And this group went in it. And uh, uh, it was so neat to see the group really start working. We do a lot of group work within it. And you could tell that this wasn't new territory. They were, it was something they're used to. And sure. uh, uh, that helped kind of set the the tone and the pace for it. And I think that's a testament to the work you're doing out there, Bobby. Well, thank for you. Sure. And one of the challenges we're, we're looking at now, and, and it's in every industry, it seems like, but especially in the natural gas industry, is there is a learning curve because we're having the gray wave of lots of retirements. Yep. Silver it's, tsunami, they call yeah. it. Yeah. And that's, you know, easy we're, now. We're all, Silver easy. Surfer, right? We're yeah. all getting a little, yeah. uh, you know, hey. but that's, to me, it's an opportunity. So you get young people coming in, and if you can convince them, stop stop looking at your hourly wage and, and start thinking about what I'm becoming instead of what I'm making. And then try to flatten that curve. And that's been our initiative. When we're coming into 2024, that is my initiative right now, and I have tasked everybody with this. Let's flatten that curve, that learning curve. We do that through intentional training. And that intentional training means we're going to take time out of the day. Everyone's so busy. Let's take time and really invest in these people because they need it. If they want to invest in this industry, we've got to invest in them. And so that's what we're going to do this coming year. I'm really excited about it. And it's every aspect. And when we're talking about anger and what they want to do as far as training and really getting to the details of a job description and then job details, I'm really excited about that because that means that's going to impact us. We can use these tools. So I'm, I'm really excited about it. Let me ask you a quick follow-up question in regards to the silver tsunami. And, um, or you act this. like this is the first you heard of it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that wave's been hitting you in the back of the Oh, it's uh, been hitting me for a while. while. No, I'm just kidding. 
No, some of the biggest challenges that I've been given for myself is the transfer of knowledge. The things, I hate to say it, but the mistakes that I've made over the last 25 years and learned from my mistakes and don't want to repeat those. You know, that's what I look at for the next generation coming in. How can they learn quicker from the things that I've learned a better way to do things? And I don't want them to make some of those uh, uh, same, I have to call mistakes or learning uh, experiences or whatever Opportunities you do. for improvement. Well, yeah. You know, those right. are all the politically correct things, but let's just face it. You know, if you fail at something one time, you're going to be, or make a mistake, you're like, I'll never do that again. But I don't want them to do that right. same mistake. Any, are you taking that into? Uh, we are. So one of the initiatives I have is, it, do you have a second initiative? And so what I've noticed over the few years is, my doorway is cluttered with people knocking on the, hey, do you have a second? Well, there's, sure. a, there's a gap of knowledge. And so with that is I am now, once a week, I'll come up with a topic of things that I've experienced. Maybe it was a failure. Maybe it was a really good success. And I hadn't shared that with the management staff. I'm sharing this with them and say, this is my challenges. These were my challenges. This is what I did to be successful. And I've done this consistently through once I realized this is how I'm successful at this, I've continually gotten better at it and more efficient. I'm sharing this with you so you don't hit the same bumps. Yep. So I started I probably two weeks ago, started sending out once a week. Hey, I'm, I'm going to continue doing this. It's a little new to them. I said, but create a folder because there's going to be a question in there. You won't have to run down the hall and say, hey, do you have a second? Go through there, put topics on them. You can go and, and we need look a, and see We what need we Bobby on a thumb drive, yeah. Yeah, that's what you're saying. That's what I'm hearing. All of Bobby's mistakes documented in great detail on the thumb drive. But you know, there's successes. That's called your HR file, Bobby. You you have successes in your career, and you want to highlight those too. And I think as, I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like sometimes we take it for granted that the guys know what you know. They they don't. No, they don't don't have those experiences. So we really have to push that knowledge out to them. And, you know, uh, so I'm going to challenge that a little bit further, too, because I think there's an opportunity there that we miss sometimes because we're talking about the mistakes and the opportunities for improvement and making a folder, basically. You can go back on, and sometimes our people don't know how to act when things go well. That's too. a good point. You know, and when we, we nail it success-wise, right. you know, you nail all your things and, well, and you strut off and – some of those stories, and what I'm hearing is stories across the board, good, bad, ugly, and different, those cherries and pits, if you will, um, are huge because some of those moments when you get cocky and you think you, you, you've done everything right and you're bulletproof are when we get you know complacent and right. you know that normalization of deviance in a way and things start to crumble. Yeah. yeah. I, just something that sparked with that comment that you said, sometimes when we do something really well and it works great and we're like, nobody else has seen this. And I, I, I just did this the best way possible. Sometimes they're like, I did it great. And okay, you know, yeah, don't but, touch my hey, baby. letting the walls go down and letting them say, Hey, here's, here's a way that I did it. And I'm seeing that here. I'm seeing that here at this yeah, conference. Sound, I was about to say, it sounds like what we're doing here. You know, the walls are going down and people are saying, Hey, yeah. I've tried this and, Instead of trying to keep it to themselves and keep that successful in themselves, they are sharing. And that's what a, a great knowledge sharing environment this is right it. here. Bobby, 
You're one of my favorites here. I'm so glad that I got to meet you here last year. Thank you, and brother. And we ran each other several times, and uh, that's a good problem for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Thank you all uh, for having me. Appreciate the work you're doing here in Alabama. We'll be back. Well, we are day zero. No. Oh, that's a PSMS. Shout out to the PSMS group on LinkedIn. You know who you are. What? What are you looking at? You okay? What do you say? Are we hot? I don't know. Hot mics? He's a perfectionist. I love that about him. He's a perfectionist. That can be helpful. It's not. He's a perfectionist. Not with him. Yeah. You got to go the other direction with Jim. Loosey-goosey. You know? Yeah. Ying and yang. you got to balance well. it out. That, you know what? That's exactly what we call each other, ying and yang. Well, because he some... calls me that. It's weird. Okay, I do. That's why you're here. That's why and you're needed. My, my deficiencies, he fills those in. His deficiencies, I fill those in. So we fit together like ying and yang. Like the... I'm, I'm seeing it. Jim, when did we meet? Let's get off the subject. Let's get on to something else. Man, LGA, man. when was it? 2010, maybe? Could have been 13 years ago? Wow. Maybe. Maybe. We've Let's known see. each other for a long time. I started working for Southern Company in 2011. Something so, like that. Maybe, so maybe two thousand, maybe twenty, maybe twenty twelve. Twenty twelve. No, it, it was twenty. It was twenty eleven. Started working with him in twenty eleven, but I think I probably would have been gone to LGA maybe twenty twelve. Okay. Yeah, that's where we first started. I think that's when we first met and became good friends from thereafter. Uh, before we get too far into it, Jim, would you please introduce yourself to the folks out in the audience? Jim Denham, Southern Company Pipelines. Jim's have to stick together. And with the right? James. We throw and a James, James in there, you know? That's right. And this is my son, James. So, you know. See, there's, that. there's That's a lot right of there. Jameses. Jim, Jim, James, James. You know what's the most popular name in the world? What is? James. James. Seriously? Mm-hmm. I didn't one. know that. Hmm. Still? Yep. All right. I didn't know that. I just we'll verified this at a party. Okay. I thought we had to stick together, Ron, right? and realize we were really No, I mean, over. you got pretty good odds. <laughs> you know, you have to stick that close together anymore there's a bunch of us <laughs> it's true I, I i wouldn't doubt it i, I mean I, i'm kind of flattered by it i mean i'm like honored that one of my names is part of that monstrosity no, i right. let it get your head too big That's... okay that was over now i'm back to normal i'm just the gym of jim and james um alabama pipeline safety conference you and i met at lga 192 195 that's right. B- built a great That's friendship over the years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys met yep. there too. Years years ago. Ago. Yep. But you've been coming to this one also. One, because you uh, live in the state, but also yep. explain what the Alabama Pipeline Safety Conference means to you and how you take it back. Well, uh, typically you get FEMSA and good present presentations, good yep. presenters who are here. Um, but beyond just the presentation of what's on the official agenda, it's getting to network and meet and hang out with and catch up with, you know, friends and colleagues, you know, who you only see at conferences. Um, but it's in those discussions in between the agenda presentations and whatnot that you really get to develop a rapport and find out who can do what for me, what can I do for you. 
Um, and I think that has carried over into all of the conferences and, you know, yeah. just you, you become a better version of you in whatever aspect you do. Is it drug and alcohol? Is it OQ? Are you in the ditch? Are you managing people? Whatever the case may be. Um, I was having a conversation with, with Mason Matthews yeah. earlier today. Yeah. And, you know, he's yeah. just like, hey, if you need to vent, I'm here for you. And it's like, yes, exactly. No kidding, right? It's <laughs> right. like a support group. So, sometimes you need somebody who can understand, you know, the battles that you're facing in the same echelon of a network. Outside of, you know, spouses and whatnot, there's a rapport and a camaraderie. We're all facing the same regulatory battles, new changes. So uh, I wouldn't miss this for the world. Really, if I can, if I can make any conference, that's great. But being close to home, we're now in a new, you know, venue here at the Renaissance, which is great. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I haven't stayed here since I took the Alabama bar exam, you know, back in summer of 2012. So it's like, hey, wow. here we are. And really? I'm like, very, really, very interesting. So yeah, you were stayed, here for your bar exam? Yeah, yeah, stayed, stayed here, took the bar here. Yeah. I, I, I don't it's think a beautiful venue. Yeah, yeah. I don't think a lot of people know this. I do know this that you are not only hold a law degree, but you hold an engineering degree and an MBA. That's Am right. Am I correct in that? That's right. That's right. Uh, you uh, very early in our friendship, I learned that, and I was just like, "Wow!" It's like Kimberly Joy Harris. <laughs> you know, we were with her at uh, uh, American Innovation AI World, and yeah. Kimberly's like, "I think I have eight degrees now, or nine. <laughs> and I'm like, right. "I'm like uh, James and I were like, "Did we pass so high fast. school, or is that still?" You know, uh, let's keep that so, on the down low. So yeah, keep on the down low. Yeah. Well, appreciate you, sir. A lot of a lot of good work in this industry. Man, always I, my friend. Thank you, brother. I'm beginning you. to think you are, are a fan of the show or something. Just, you would think. hang out around the show a lot. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't even born a James. I changed my name to, uh, to be a James. In Jim. honor of the I'm show. Just I'm just kidding. We call all of our, <laughs> our fans Jims. Oh, well, there you go. Yeah. There goes another Jims. There goes another Jim. <laughs> thank you, everybody. You are a professional he is no, he I don't comes, know about that I'm he just, comes from i'm learning it's because of asa <laughs> yeah asa, he outsourced it yeah asa is the champion on all that he's gonna some he's gonna people, do well you know some people are proud when their kids get to an age and they can mow the grass but jeff gets proud when you can run a podcast or something yeah know? that's, that's pretty, right yeah. Does or asa, marketing. is that done no but he's going to he's he's going he's, to. he's highly interested in uh in marketing and media and he's got all the recording equipment so he does a lot of music stuff with his friends that's awesome yeah, i didn't know that so, yeah, he's so got good mics he's uh does he have shirts he has what are the one dji the small yeah. portable ones awesome. so he's using that right now he's just uh, and we're going to get him educated you and clinton and um uh, ashley all agreed to help do a little education well, that's he, wonderful he, he's going to sit in and and listen. That is about claiming your seat at the table and actually walking the talk of mentorship and knowledge sharing and passing it down to the generations. We give keynotes on that, and that yeah. is heritage. Right? It's really we just, neat. We, we did. It. Absolutely. I mean, that's. It, it's funny you said that because the other day you mentioned it to me because in that same week we had spoken, we I had went to the school and led a oh, session yeah, yeah. with. Yeah. Yep. With uh, I remember a leadership that. class locally, uh, I mentioned the Christmas parade, and you helped with that, or you we were doing that. But in the keynote, we we label several things that are ways that 
traditionally people don't think now about thought leadership or getting involved or claiming your seat. Committee and boards, we yep. were in that. Uh, all these different ways, because I think traditionally people think just certain ways, right? You got to be a leader, you got to be involved, be on a board like that. We're on a lot of things that we don't get paid for and we volunteer our time, right? Locally, community is a lot bigger than it is maybe than what we thought of. You think local to where your brick and mortar is. Now with social media, with podcasts, all this, there's so many ways to be able to evangelize and get involved in our industry. How's Great. that for a tangent? Yeah. I I, 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 Where's your tangent yeah. card? I, I don't know. I didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I, didn't, I didn't bring it. Yeah. No tangent card. Wait a minute. That's why we need Asa to get his podcast up so we can get Yeah, we've talked industry. about that. I'm not sure where that would go, but uh, he's, he's definitely interested. Well, you know, it'd be fun to have and When you're him. young, you get to explore like that, right? Well, absolutely. That's, that's, that's it the would be of it. Fun and when for, you're old sometimes. Yeah. Well, yeah, for sure when you're old. But, I mean, hey, you just taught me how to take a photograph. So, I mean, if we could teach him or somebody, I couldn't do it, but like the program that runs all oh. of the pocket, I mean, somebody like Asa could flourish in that. I'm sure they would he pick that up. Is. And, oh, is he? Okay. He's going to be a, okay. Oh, yeah. He's a rock star. Yeah. Right, he's he's pretty smart kid. He's got a good bloodline. All right, yeah. Uh, look at this right here. Huh? <laughs> Speaking of, Jeff, do us a favor. Introduce yourself to folks back home who might not know you. Who are you yeah. with? Uh, Jeff Isbell, president of Energy World Net uh, from our home base right there in Decatur, Texas. Love it. Oh, so you're new to the energy industry. Yeah, how many years? Uh, how many seven, 17 and a half years. 52 times, what is it, Jimmy? From 17 and a half. That, that's uh, a lot. I thought he was going to do it. He's uh, 790 something. Impressive. That's good. Yeah. I mean, Jeff I, already did just it off the three top times. of my head. Not my first rodeo. How's that? Yeah. yeah. I love it. Not your first rodeo here at Anga either and no. the Alabama Pipeline Safety Conference either. Yeah. yeah correct. Yeah. I've been, uh, been around since the very beginning. So 2000 for me, beginning uh, 2006 when I first started with Energy World Net. One of my very first trips was to Alabama. Uh, went to Leak City and then later went to a spring conference and been coming down here ever since. It's very neat. Uh, so Jimmy and I are on year two, two years in a row, I might yes, add. for this but, conference. Uh, so we just barely saw it for the first time last year, but we were impressed. Uh, I've been saying, and I hope they don't see it as offensive, but it's like a little mini LGA, it feels like. Yeah. I so... So cool. I don't think that's offensive at all because, like Randall and Jonathan, that's where I got to meet those right. folks. I mean, it was probably eight, nine years ago, as Alabama, you know, uh, part of the state, they were over the, there to learn, and that's where they were telling me about. It. And I apologized to them profusely because I was really re ready to go in 2020, but then COVID happened. So then it got pushed off, pushed off, and that led to last year. And it's an absolute fantastic conference. Well, that's where we met them, and they invited us out last year to keynote. Yes, here was actually at the LGA event. So again, I I don't see it as a uh, you know as an association or or an event. Sometimes you think, oh well, well we're bigger than yeah yeah no that. this group is awesome. Yeah, and and the interesting thing I want to lean into Jeff right now as far as the Anga Alabama Pipeline Safety Department um, kind of collaboration that this year has taken place for the it's always. They've always been kind of side by side during the last 
30 some years, but now it's more combined. Is yeah, that a correct statement? Yeah, that, that's correct. So it's really a partnership. It's a relationship between the two and it's, it's a very positive thing. So it's encouraging people to do the right thing. There's accountability that has to happen and that's a responsibility of the PSC, right? There's, there's definitely a line there that says you're accountable and I have a responsibility to hold you accountable to the safety and the, the integrity of your systems. But that can come along with a collaboration to help people get better. Right? Sure. So if, if all you do is, is hand out citations, uh, it's, it's hard to get things moving forward. But when you have that collaboration, then, and you, Wes just talked about it in his discussion about the work that they've done at Fairhope. Yeah. You got to ask questions. You have to be afraid not to fail. Right. Sure. And so it, you really can push your limits that way when you have people that want to see you succeed and that happens through collaboration. Sure. At events like this. Yeah. It literally right here during the event that happens. Right. Or on the couch over there, you know, yeah. or during the sessions. Uh, this this room is full behind us. What did we hear yesterday? Uh, attendance wise, I, I, over, over, over 300. 300 yeah. Over three to 400 people. Yeah. A little, little bit down from uh, the year before, primarily you know, we different location and you know there's always things that go on in the industry so events and timing and everything else but still, still over 300 is a great number yeah and all synergized on the same thing you know it, that's what people don't think about at these shows is you go to a, a, an SGA a, a AGA an APGA you know it's everywhere you know so you get a big this is a large saturation of people that are all in pipeline safety right it's not mm -hmm. It's not, uh, you know, these folks and a little bit of this and, you know, not your target. These are people are all passionate about this. And so when you see a group like this together, things happen. Mm -hmm. And I know you're a part of ANGA and do a lot of work there. Uh, you got some shout outs in a lot of these sessions uh, yep. for your work there. What's some of the work that you're excited about at ANGA? Yeah, so obviously one of the things that we're always worried about is the workforce, making sure yes. that we have good qualified people to do the work and to help people understand the opportunities. You know, so Bobby, you guys were just talking with Bobby Purvis, and he's got a real passion for leadership, he does. but also for encouraging the younger workers coming up through the ranks and making sure that they know the opportunities and they have the uh, the path forward and the encouragement to, to move through their careers. So working with Ango, we have some projects going on around a job workforce analysis, right? Understanding what are the knowledge, skills, and abilities and the metrics that go along with that towards getting the desired results and how do you educate and train the, the new workforce uh, and the progression of the path that you go through to, to get them to the level that they need to be. So we've done a phase one study uh, of all of that metrics and background and, and information. Uh, Dr. Catherine Webb is running that and uh, we're getting ready to do a phase two. And then when we're finished with that, we're going to start developing training, hands-on training that all the utilities that are part of the, the ANGA membership can start using to help both for selection criteria, how do you pick the right people that have the mechanics to do the job, and then how do you train them to get them to the skill set that they need to be successful in their career. That's exciting that that's yeah. happening. I, I, I really like that because that's walking the talk. Yeah. And it's actually putting uh, things into action. 
Absolutely. You know, the ANGA has as part of their overall charter is knowledge and education. And so we have a training and education committee. And so we've spent, you know, it's been hard at times with pandemic and other stuff that has gone on, but we spent the last five years really being deliberate about trying to identify the training and education needs. And so a lot of it has to do with um, the, the day-to-day training that you need to, to get your immediate job done. This is great on this project because it's a, it's a longer term plan for how do we build the, the skills we need, the heritage that Jimmy talked about for the future. Right? Sure. Is, is starting to develop Jimmy that. Green from, uh, Scottsville. Uh, Jeff, I've seen it. I don't, uh, it's, it seems like a creepy uncle or something. I'm over here watching, but I've never got to, I don't get to travel a lot with you, Jeff. Like, that's no, we truth. don't. We don't. Yeah. Me and Jimmy don't. We, we're out a lot. Kind of strange, isn't it? It I is. Know. It really out of all is. the travel, you would think we'd have more overlap, but we honestly don't. And so seeing you here and knowing how much work you've put into Alabama and Anga and everything, it's been neat to see you get to reconnect with so many people. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's been like a family it's reunion. I know the last year or so you haven't been out so it's kind of been nice to see uh you know we were cutting up with warren miller we were cutting up with jimmy uh we were cutting up with uh, uh jonathan and randall and yeah. everybody in between uh it's got to be nice to be out here a- absolutely yeah anytime you can reconnect and it's hard for for folks like us where we travel across the entire you know country you know, you get spread pretty thin at times. And yeah. so it's always nice to have a home base. When we go back to the office, you know, then then we can connect closely and, and you know, encourage ourselves. And then when you come out here to some folks like, you know, Alabama, which I just love to death, then it, it it's encouraging as well, right? You get a lot of work done and, and you feel you feel safe and you feel at home. And uh, and we have that. That's You were talking about the different groups. Yeah. And we have that. That's kind of the dynamic in the industry is, is some of the groups that we're involved in are national, right? So we see a lot of people over a very broad area, but some of them are very regional or state focused. And so you have a family within a family. You know, we're all part of an, uh, a, a larger national group. But at the same time, we have those those state groups that are, you know, that that closer knit family core family model. Yeah. I would say, you know, since we have over 300 people here, I, I think we as a collective goal, because I feel part of this team and that's the team of the over 300 people that are here. I'd like to see 350 or 375 and next year. And I think it's really maybe to you to give out a challenge, but not just for people that want to come and learn, but also there's people out there, I would imagine, that probably have some good knowledge and expertise that they could also share here, because that's really what this is. It is knowledge sharing. It's, you know, as much as we may share to help teach people, we're also getting that back at the same time or in the same conversations. Yeah, you talk about subject matter experts on that, and it's it's not about being a a technical expert that where I'm going to get up get up and give a presentation on you know a very finite mechanic of how you go about doing something. Obviously, <laughs> but but what we've seen is it's people giving up and giving their story. So what you yeah. guys do, for example, with coffee with Jim and James, right? It's it's sharing stories of Wes. Uh, his, 100% his West. cold open this morning was fantastic. That's exactly you know? it. And that's, and that's the what story we need. that makes everybody perk up and go, that was me four years ago. And people or, can relate to me it. right now. Yeah. You yeah. Know? It keeps me up at night. Those stories are everything. Yeah. So, so to your point, you know, the challenge is um, do participate, do contribute, right? Your story means something to everybody. It's encouraging uh, to hear what other people have gone through, how they, 
you know, went through those challenges, how they overcame those challenges, the people that they needed to rely on. Wes did a great job of giving shout outs, you know, to, uh, you know, people Mike and Mark and, and, and Jimmy that were there for him as he had questions and moved through that process. And that's what the collaboration and the connectedness of these kind of events mean for everybody. Everyone has a voice, a lens, and an ear. Absolutely. Know, and being able to bring that to life. Well, Jeff, uh, appreciate all the work you do here in Alabama. My pleasure. Of course, at Energy World Net. Um, but I'll tell you, one of my highlights of being here was getting to sit down and have coffee with you yeah. yesterday morning. Uh, there's nothing like it. We don't get to we don't get to cheers a lot, you yeah. know. But uh, we're gonna we're gonna make up for that this year. Appreciate you, brother. My pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you. Oh, no, it doesn't. No, I'll uh, give him a hug. Yeah, I'll hug him later. We'll be back. You know the Top pearl. The yeah. I, oh, yeah, I forgot. You're a musician. Yeah. Tell are. me about that. So what What do you play? Guitar. Started playing guitar in 1976. My uncle used to play. And taught me how to play. So they'd babysit me so parents could go out and be parents or be married yeah yeah <laughs> and, we'll get into the drug and alcohol program a little bit yeah <laughs> no it started uh so he, he would teach me because i was it's one of those little kids i was you know mom and dad's boy where didn't like being away from and and uh he was like oh you like guitar so I, he'd sit there and really? show me some notes and been playing ever since played in the rock band in the 80s of course i had a little bit more hair back then well but um I will not share those pictures. Oh, I was so, going to say, we need to see those pictures. There are Allegedly. some that are out there, and I can typically I, don't. Can I, I Google that? A, I bet there's a couple of people that might who, be willing to. Who? Who would we get? There's some people. There's Nobody some people. you guys know. Really? Anyway, we're going backwards in our conversation. Oh, okay. <laughs> Let's yeah, go yeah. forward. <laughs> no, but I still play. I write music and stuff like that, per just for personal use. But, That's cool. Yeah. That's a then, great, uh, great release. Do, do us a favor. For those that don't know you introduce yourself uh let them who who you are and who you're with okay uh dennis coon i'm currently with uh a star incorporated we have been friends for since he had hair and i was 20 pounds skinnier how's that mm. sound were you all in a band I, I was also like 40 if you're 20 pounds skinny i was 40 pounds skinny okay I, <laughs> I was so I'll, I'll be uh very transparent uh so when Dennis was at Verifor, I can say, we can say who we were with before. Yeah, I don't think there's any problem. So uh, when he was at Verifor's before, you know, we're competition. So mm -hmm. we ran, we run a lot of the same places. It's just it is what it is. Oh, yeah. And uh, we were always going different directions. But um, fast forward, and when he made the move and, and went to A-Star, he came up to me. I think we were at an SGA event. And Dennis comes up, and we never, I don't know that we had ever really shook hands. Not formally, even. no. Formally, right? Yeah. But again, we we had always been the same places, and he came. He said, you know who I am, right? And he didn't, <laughs> if you know Dennis, it's funny, because he was being funny. But And I said, I know who you are. And and we laughed and some. Did you guys stand like this? Yeah, like, we were both just like we were trying, guarded. We were guarded. Yeah. Okay, I think it was more like like this. We were right. filling <laughs> each other out and and so anyway, he left and and we uh, somebody mentioned that it was a new salesperson or something that we had in there. Who was that? And I was like, well, we used to, you know, one of those stories. Yeah. And blah blah blah. And it's like, hmm, interesting. Well, now we've seen each other a million times since then, and we've been wanting to get you on the show. 
because I mean, again, we've ran together for a long time. You guys know everybody in our company knows you, Jeff. You you name drop Jeff here just a little bit ago oh, yeah. when you were on stage. Uh, there's so many great folks. You're one of them in this industry, and we've been wanting to have you on. Yeah, well, definitely. So, honor and pleasure pumped. to be here with you guys. And like the time, I think it was the time that we no, was, this was before I transitioned out. I was still at Verforce, and we were here in Alabama yeah. at the time. And and Jeff comes up to me. And he used to always poke at me. Oh, like, I bet he did. He goes, "Oh, we can't stand within five feet of each other because yeah, uh, we've got that barrier." Uh huh. And um, so we'd always just joke, and we'd bow up at each other and joke around too. And this one time we were sitting out. I don't know if you were here or not. I, I, oh, for, I thought you were, but he goes, "Hey, Dennis, can you take a picture?" of us and i said sure it was you know energy world net group yeah so i snapped the picture and he's give it to her and come on in this picture i said you're trying to get me fired <laughs> <laughs> we have no. we have some funny stories that you know uh, the the other day in that same vein where were we louisville and uh i was sitting with jason garland and eric menard and we were all having lunch together and somebody walked up and was like Oh what yeah, is yeah. Happening right now. Yeah, you know, yeah. it was just kind of funny, but I mean, we become friends as much as anybody. Well, it, uh, it, in those moments, so the way I look yeah. at it is, we're essentially even even though if we're at a company, of course, now we're not at parallel sure. companies, but if we're at parallel companies, or we're still in it for the same thing for the you industry, know, yeah, for the, the people, for, for the industry. I mean, we're all here about pipeline Absolutely. safety. Yeah. Um. So. Uh, you have resources I may not have, and you always got to keep that communication over. So that's one of the not great things about it. And that's a good thing about this place too, as well, is everybody's so willing to share um, what they can about. share um, for safety. I Go ahead, James. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, you've we talked about this, I think, where were we at LGA, somewhere along the line. Uh, and you had mentioned that you had been here quite a long time to, to this event in particular. How many years? Oh, I want to say some around 12 years I've been coming to this one. It's um, crazy. It's, uh, I mean, and why? I mean, actually, yeah, let yeah, the, it's yeah. a baited question, but let the folks know why. I mean, for 12 years, there's got to be something really strong that keeps bringing you back. It's, I think it's the passion around, you know, this industry, the, the, the safety aspect of it. People are, I mean, all these people, the room's packed. Yeah. And, and there's work to do. Completely but full. they're coming here to get information to either help better their programs or maybe they're going through some lean times and they need to pick up some certain things. So it's a, it's a it's a big networking thing, all in the interest of keeping the product in the pipe and supplying it to our you know safely to our customers. So I um, uh, I think that's my main driving factor is everybody shares the same goal. We may have different um, organizational goals and missions, but we all share the same goals. I I would absolutely agree with you. And again, the camera doesn't do it justice right now, but you could see all the subgroups. Of people doing the yeah, exact you can thing hear a right buzzing now, out mm-hmm. here they're just sure. talking. They're yeah. and they're sharing ideas. And when you can see somebody's face when they say, "That makes sense," or "I can that I can probably look into or use that." that well, we were just in a speak. session. Well, right after yours, Jeff and Crystal spoke, and they had situations built in. And I said, "Look at this room. It, they light up when you bring out situations, scenarios." And, yeah, they were yeah. breaking, and you could see them like, "Yeah." 
you know, it was like a little quiz. You, you had yeah, to yeah, choose yeah. suspend, disqualify. Or, I we mean, that was excited. We're all nerds behind yeah. it all. But that's, you know, that's the fun stuff, you know. And you gave a great presentation today, absolutely on drug and alcohol. And you want to give a quick uh, synopsis of what you have uh, uncovered and what you shared today, just so people get a little bit of a, an idea and maybe they can do a little bit more research in it because it was very fascinating. Oh, sure. Well, thank you. So one of the, the key things that we, t we talked about today was the drug and alcohol program, but the contractor compliance piece of the program um, for monitoring that contractor piece, mm -hmm. which is hard to do when you have, you know, it's easier to manage your own internal program than it is the contractor program. Sure. There's a lot of solutions out there. And a lot of the operators, especially the smaller ones, will sometimes think, well, if I use this solution, am I covered? So that's what we were going, kind of going over. Like, you also have to trust with Unify. And then the new rules. There's been a plethora of new rules that have been dropped. And a lot of the folks here, and this is another reason why I love coming here, is to share what little bit of information I have, right? I mean, that's our job is to stay in the regs daily. Yep. So when something drops or somebody's thinking about putting pen to paper, yeah. we find out about it. So that way we can help and share that information to um, yeah, the rest and, of the and a lot of people don't understand how much of that is part of the engine itself, because of the rulemaking, because of commenting and and getting involved, and all the parts of it is education, the advocacy behind it, learning about that. Like a few weeks ago, it was a few weeks ago, last week in DC, right? You you were there. Uh, and that and making those echoes at places like this, being able to come back, sit. I saw you over there sitting with folks, and I know they're asking you, like, what's happening in D.C.? What's, what can we be prepared for? What should we be getting ready? Um, that's, that's the work that we're doing. People want here, to know what the draft right? is. Yeah, right? exactly. The draft is where no it's kidding. at. Yeah. Absolutely. How's this going to affect me and both financially and personnel? Yeah, it's hard enough right now in this economy with everything we have to deal with. If we're going to change the rules and we have to retrain or re, you know, work our systems, there's a we want to know. Yeah, right? get ahead this of this is where we find out those yeah. things. Yeah, and and everybody, like you said, with the networking, everybody at all these conferences, especially the state ones, people come up. The gentleman that came up um, earlier, yeah. uh, I wasn't so, talking about engineering functions. Um, but he brought that up. He says, well, so since you know what's going on in New York, how is this going to affect us? And then how does that translate to drug and alcohol? So Absolutely. Yeah. Well, Dennis, appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Appreciate, appreciate you guys. You guys over Thank at A-Star, yeah, all the work you, you do. Partnership. Thank you. The work that we do. Absolutely. Yeah. Hey, we'll be back. Um, about the clacker. Oh, yeah. It's official, Jimmy. I'm, I'm getting that framed. That is getting framed. Straight from FEMSA. I'm qualified. Oh, Lane Miller signed it. No, he well, did not. That, listen. Oh, my goodness. Our buddy, Lane Miller. That's awesome. That is cool. He wasn't even here and he still signed it. That is fantastic. Yeah. I'm going to send him a text tonight. I'll take a picture. It's impressive. All That's the way from, where is he at? Uh, I think he's out of uh, Oklahoma, the Oklahoma office now, I believe. Uh, what do they call that? Uh, the the, uh, yeah, the training center, but I don't know what yeah, the, it has a word. Though. TQ or TQ. TQ. Yeah. Lane, we see you. Qualifications. Brother, thank you. Oklahoma Appreciate City. It. He was actually in Washington this week. He just flew back the other day. Was he at GPEC last week? He was. Week? Yep. 
GPAC, big stuff. Uh, another big week here at the Alabama Pipeline Safety Conference. Epic week. Um, now sponsored by Inga. Yes. I guess. It's oh. confusing, but not confusing because, again, I made the mistake myself and a lot of the same people. So it's, it was cool to be able to clear that up this week with uh, no other than the president himself. Uh, both presidents, uh, both presidents. Jimmy, yep, uh, Jimmy Jim Green, Green, yep, from Scottsboro, uh, the present reigning champion president of uh, Anga, and then our president of Energy Worldnet, Mr. Jeff uh, Isbell. Yeah, both of them talked on well, that. They did so talk about it. What and a I think joint, it's more of a collaboration, a joint effort. Yeah, yeah. so cool. Uh, again, why not? It makes so much sense. You want to? You want me to throw a challenge out there in the middle of it? Throw it. You know, it would just make the trifecta. Let's do it. Is if uh, Bice and Alabama eight one one join the fight in all Ooh. three? It was a damage prevention and pipeline safety. Right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Slow down and there, Anga, Chief. all in the same boat doing great things. I like it. I like it, too. I like it. Uh, so y'all make that happen. Our PSMS magnets have to be displayed proudly. Yeah, I think this is the audios. I think this is going to be the audio out. Oh, it is? Yeah. So okay. they can't see that. But well, we are we, we are pseudo-sponsored by PSMS, uh, the LinkedIn group. They don't really claim us, but we claim them. We do. We claim them every day. We're proud members of that group. That That's is right. a vibrant group. I think they're just closing in on 2,000 2, 2, members. That's quite the benchmark. And if you know that journey, you know how quickly they've went from 1,000 to 2,000 uh, over the last, what seems like, six months. Yeah. Uh, that's quite a growth spurt. That's a hockey stick we call in the business, you know? Yeah. No, uh, Absolutely. Thoughts on this week, Jimmy? Uh, uh, Give me your top two burning hot sports opinions. Um, I'm going to say the knowledge sharing with some of the uh, 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 rules that came out. Uh, the one that sticks in my head is has to do with the uh, the assets. Protection. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The assets are near and dear to my heart. I thought that mm -hmm. was interesting. Drug and alcohol is always interesting because that's a very... Dennis Kuhn was a highlight for sure. Well, He's a great speaker, funny, uh, but very topical. Yeah, very topical. And, mm -hmm. and his point was very good in drug and alcohol. Real quick, just to, uh, you know, where so many states have legalized marijuana and how does that affect uh, the industry that is very uh, much drug testing and, you know, just to make sure we're uh, all understanding the federal requirements of drug and alcohol testing, which was really big to me. Uh, materials also. I, I'm very interested in material verification, you know, the pieces that go into the ground. Yeah, that tracking that's very, and traceability portion. Yeah, that's very important. So, yeah, Jeff and Crystal did a fantastic job. It was nice to be with the crew this week. Again, uh, you and I and Jeff don't get to travel a lot. No, we don't. And Crystal really didn't travel a lot this year in comparison to years before. And so, getting to be with all of us was cool. Uh, just really having. To break some bread, having lunch together. All those things are great for our team anytime we can steal a moment. Me and you've been on the road together. Steve's been on the road with us. But having this group together was awesome. It was absolutely awesome. And it's a micro example of everything that was going on here. We had over 300 in attendance. And when you talk about those little micro, there's a lot of uh, organizations here that, again, are a little bit bigger. And some of their people aren't in the same office. So they were doing the same thing that we did, that they were getting together. And then... Uh, 
the waves of that rolled out where people were talking about a lot of the subjects here at the at the uh, seminar at the at the conference and you could just see a lot of collaboration where people asking mm-hmm. you know questions after certain presentations they were really starting to peel back the onion as i like to say and really dive in deep to it so we saw you know municipality and municipalities getting together uh, operators and operators getting together yeah. i mean it was uh, a very uh, we heard uh, that friend of a pipeline a lot, you know, that, oh yeah. that mentality. Uh, safety's always been paramount. Uh, it's neat to say a, see a different type of safety. Uh, safety, as we, we talk about a lot, it, you and I, when we talk about mental health and stuff, folks feel safe. They bring down those walls and they can have those conversations. It's a different type of, a different wrinkle on safety that maybe we don't normally attribute safety to, but that psychological safety to be able to have those conversations. Agreed. Absolutely agreed. So and, cool. Yeah. No, it, it, honestly, James, you, you know, we've gone to uh, more conferences than most people do in 10 years that we do in one year. And again, I'm going to rank this one, all of them. I haven't been to a bad conference yet. Every conference has their nuances, their strengths, their 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 passion and purposes. This one absolutely has its passion and purpose. So when you're talking about pipeline safety and you're talking about collaboration, and the other thing too, one part that was uh, really talked about today was uh, a collaboration in Alabama with the first responders. Yeah, that's so, uh, a Perry, yeah, right, absolutely. Uh, the, let's see if I can get it. Ooh, what if I can do this? Try it. Does that make me an industry guy? Yeah, the Alabama. Well, you got pipeline right. Emergency Response Initiative. I think uh, that's it. I think that's it. Perry, I. It's it's close. Yeah. We'll get we'll get an eighty. We'll give him an eighty-six on it. Well, you're you're That's passing good. on that one. Well, we got the Alabama right. No, it is yeah, an initiative. Yeah, being serious, it's an initiative where again, the the industry is partnering up uh, formally because there are some codes that require it, where uh, the first responders are trained and understand uh, natural gas grids. They understand the nuances of them. They understand what should happen if there is an emergency. We Again, we hope there are an emergency. We hope that people don't have to be used in those cases. But if they should need to be used, that they are ready to go and they have the knowledge, skills, and ability to do what they have been trained to do. And, thing- uh, just in case anyone wanted to know, yeah, like my wife or anyone else yeah. that may want to know, uh, I was right. Initiative. Initiative. Yeah, I thought it was. So that's twice this month that I've been correct. Uh, well, let's chalk it up for December. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, Jimmy, it's great to be here with you. It was great to uh, uh, see a lot of our friends out here. Uh, uh, I don't want to get too excited about the recordings this week, but being able to sit down with folks like Dennis Kuhn uh, was great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jimmy Green, we talked about. We already released that one before this even went out. Uh, we're excited uh, sitting down with Jeff, getting to talk with him and yeah, Link. Yeah, uh, we're going to try to get some of that. Jimmy Green promised us he would sit down and talk about the heritage uh, theme that he kicked off with Anga today. He, yep. he talked about it, and he promised us to sit down and tell some of those stories. And man, I don't know about you, but that is my jam. To hear about him talking about his dad last night 
you yeah, know, 19, for a little bit. Yeah, he said in 1986, he was driving around. His dad was, I, I can't remember the title. He was with the public. He was, uh, uh, he was, uh, he was uh, Jonathan, Jonathan Kimbrell. I mean, yeah. he was the director of Pipeline Safety, yeah. right, for, and, for the commission. And, and Jimmy would drive around back in 1986 and just soaking it all up. I mean, just yeah. seeing everything told, that his dad was doing. He told this story this morning about uh, how his bait to – to go was that if they finished up early, they could go fishing. He goes, I don't know how legal that was, but that's the yeah. truth. Yeah. And I love that, man. That's the kind of stories we need to hear. That that gets people excited about our industry. I, I, I think that the, the theme for heritage this year, I think that's going to be really strong, especially with this uh, in Alabama. I Absolutely. think we're going to hear a lot of great stories, and I hope people come forward. And they really ta- uh, claim a seat at the table and tell those stories. Yep. And we got uh, one more stop tonight, really, uh, which is game uh, game night. Yeah, event we're going to call it ga- game event. It's yeah. an event that has games. Totally not. Yes. We, I, it's, not. It's, uh, it's game night. It's game night. It's fun night. It's an entertainment night. Yeah, like entertainment yes. things. Yes. Like games. You know, when somebody from uh, the Alabama PSC or their crew is staring right at us yeah. right now, we're just going to say game night, and that's it. End it. We're excited Cut it about off. it. Yeah, yeah. we're going to host it. It's going to be, uh, I don't know. I don't know what to expect. Yeah, we got to get our dollar uh, dollar general gear out. I'm ready. Uh, dollar Tree. We're going to wrap this thing up. Jimmy, as always, a pleasure. Thanks, One brother. thing that we haven't talked about. Just real quick Tell before me. we wrap up. Tell me. Is this is the last show of this season, my friend. Season four in the books. You remember when we kicked it off? How fitting today that we sat down with Bobby Purvis to, yes, uh, yes, yes, to yes. talk again when he was the first one of the season way back in February. It's been a lifetime since we kicked off yeah. that season. Yeah. You remember we went on hiatus. We came out of hiatus in February yeah. and March and kicked off the season. We kicked off uh, announcing uh, that we were going to be at AGA yeah. and be a part of that. All CGA, of that happened. CGA APGA, happened. DPA SGA, happened. DPA. All, oh, yeah. I mean, so much has happened this year, brother. I got and cold chills. This, this is our fourth season. We're going into season five next year, 2024. Allegedly. Allegedly. And Hopefully. I'll, I'll just, you know, well, again, I can't keep my mouth shut because you know who I am. But 2024, just the way it's planned right now, is, is going to be phenomenal. It is going to be something else. Yep. Stick around for that announcement. TBD soon to come. Yep. Uh, we will be talking more about that. Uh, Jimmy, get some rest. It's going to be a busy 24. I'm about to go on hiatus myself. Uh, sabbatical. Take a break, a little sabbatical. I don't even know what that means, but I'm going to do I'm it. I'm powering right through, baby. I'm yeah. working. Whew. You know yeah, me. You're better man than I. I don't know about that. As always, hey, thank you, Alabama. Thank you, Anga. Thank you to Alabama PSC for having us out. So many good friends. We appreciate it. Until next time. Until next year. Until next season. Until next season on Coffee with oh. Jim and James. Love we'll you, brother. Ya. Love you, brother. Take care, everybody.